Welcome, friend, to the trifecta of joy. What is the trifecta? Awareness, befriending your inner critic, and raising your vibe. This podcast is about you, your life, your adventure, and how to live it juicy. Our podcast is brought to you by Perfectly Imperfect Life Coaching. Download your free joy guide at www.freejoybook.com. A gift from us to you. Again, www.freejoybook.com. I'm your host, Tanya Gill. But really, we're in this together. Connected, sharing, and adventuring through life. So let's do it with joy. Dr. Jaylena Shaw. You are a clinical pharmacist and a holistic diabetes health coach for people with type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetes. Mm-hmm. And you come with over 15 years of healthcare experience. And I was so excited to talk to you because you know, reality is is that I don't I don't know if anyone knows someone who does not have diabetes. Yeah. It's so prevalent. One in 10 people are living with diabetes. One in 10. What's shot? One in five of them don't even know they have it though. Wow. Mm-hmm. And one in three people have prediabetes, which is the precursor. And 80% of those people don't even know that their health is, is leaning towards diabetes. So when you say it's prevalent and that there, there, chances are you definitely, either you or someone you know is on the road to diabetes or has diabetes. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. And so then our natural reaction, right. Is, is, is to feel fearful right? Mm -hmm. And fear is immobilizing and fear is the energy of, of really, truly getting gripped in that, that idea of hopelessness or helplessness. Mm -hmm. And, and the reason I wanted to talk to you is because you work with people who have with, or you probably have people who are there right now, and, and, you know, I think the question is, is what is the message to their, to them? There's two things. I think one is there's definitely a hopelessness or a helplessness that comes, but two, there's a stigma. Mm. So there's also a fear of bringing up because a lot of people with diabetes are like, it's like, it's kind of like, they're like, oh, I ate too much sugar or I knew I wasn't eating right. And I wasn't exercising right. And so because of that stigma, along with it, voicing how they feel or their fears doesn't come up to the the surface very often. And and at least in my experience with working with people with diabetes is there is a, a piece of shame and blame associated with it. And so I think like it, it's just really important for people to know what's happening and have awareness. The problem I think that's going on with the current medical system that we have set up, at least in North America, I can say is that it's very tunnel vision. It's so fixated on like a problem, like a sprained ankle or a bacterial infection. And that's okay in those situations. But when we talk about chronic diseases like diabetes, it is a 
a whole body disease. It affects your entire body. And we have to get the blinders off and think about it in a more holistic approach because your psychological, social stress factors in conjunction with what's happening physically all contribute to the problem. And so without the awareness, because I also have a belief, and I heard this once, and I think this is so true, that chronic disease should be a choice. If you, and I say that, I know it seems really weird to say that, but it should be a choice. Chronic disease should be a choice. It should be, because at the end of the day, if you had awareness and you knew what you were fueling your body with, the kind of activities you were or were not doing were affecting your body, knowing that it's going to push you in one direction or another. It's one thing if you know that if you eat a bunch of processed foods that aren't nourishing and you decide that that's the way you want to live your life and you go into it knowing that and then you get diabetes that's you know that no judgment you do you but that's the choice that is a choice choice. but a lot of people aren't aware that they're making that choice that they're not nourishing their bodies that they're not moving them in ways they're not getting enough sleep and so and and we keep making other things a priority over that. And I think that's that's where the choice point comes in. I want to remind people and bring awareness to the fact that they have these choices and and these choices are affecting their health. And that's a that's a, such an important statement. Like we are always faced with choice. Moment to moment to moment to moment we are faced with a choice. Yeah. We're faced with a choice in conversation. We're faced with a choice in environment. We're faced with, we are, we are consistently and constantly being faced with choice. And most of the time we're just in autopilot. Like we're, we really are in autopilot. And so it's that stepping into that, that true presence and the awareness to be able to say, I recognize that this choice it and 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 for some it may be as simple as this choice will move me toward a chronic illness mm-hmm. or this choice will move me toward something yeah. else healthier here's healthiness yeah and, and, and i guess the description and and the, see and this is a funny i love the word healthy okay i, I want to have a conversation i want to interrupt you so badly but and I did. So tell me your definition of healthy. I Yes. So for me, health is having a body that is feeling nourished and you're feeling happy. And you. it's not that you're happy all the time, by the way. It's recognizing that I have other emotions and being able to regulate those emotions and move through them as they occur. So to me, healthy is taking good care of myself so that I am physically, mentally, and emotionally working, you know, not only optimally, but just like in a way that feels comfortable and good and and I know is getting me towards um, a long, healthy, good quality of life. And that's what I think. And I just wanted to say, like you talked about, we talked about the choice. And you talked about being helpless and hopeless. And my big thing is that when you have awareness, it empowers you. And you no longer 
have to feel helpless and hopeless because then you remember you do have choices. So I choose to be healthy, which means I take care of my mind the, the best I can and my body the best I can and my emotions and making sure that I have lots of, you know, joy and play in my life and rest along with doing things that do challenging, challenge me facing my fears. It's not always fun, but yeah. Part of life, <laughs> sister, part of life. Yes. Yeah. And, and so I, and I appreciate so deeply your description of health because my my, it's so funny. I, I have several values, but my core values are love, adventure, mm-hmm. and health. And it, and my overarching value is authenticity, which is why, you know, I, I try to edit these as little as I can. And I just try to just be me because, it, well, that's just the way it's going to be. I've just, I've made that decision in love for myself. So when I chose and defined so clearly that my values were love, adventure, and health, I had a conversation with my inner critic, who I didn't realize was even my inner critic at the time, but I had a really brutal conversation with her. And the conversation was, you weigh 200 and I don't know, at that time, it was probably like 225, 30 pounds you aren't active enough. You should do this. 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 Final part was, and this is the part, right? This is the conversations we have in our head. Who the fuck are you to even consider choosing health as one of your core values? So then it was like you, I took a perspective on Health is important to me. And that is a piece of health that I remain as important. But health is also about my relationships. It's about my experiences. It's about my connections. It's about my impact in the world. It's about, to me, health was about taking care of me and taking care of others together. And so it was so interesting Because then you look at that window of helplessness and hopelessness Mm -hmm. and, and you say you're making the decision toward you choose to make the decision. And I love this. You choose to make the decision toward health versus toward a chronic disease. Yeah. Right. So then, okay. And so then I, my inner critic sister was like, I could probably be drinking something a little healthier right now. Am I choosing chronic disease? So at like very interesting, right? It is. And I have a philosophy that food isn't good or bad. My biggest thing, because I was 65 pounds heavier myself. Yeah. I don't think food's good or bad. I do label it as nutrient dense or not as dense. And, and what I mean by that is, is this going to be like, fueling my cells with vitamins and minerals and fiber and the things that it needs so that my body gets the gets to work because I want to work optimally. So for me, I'm like, is it giving me all the things I need to work optimally? Or like yesterday I had like pumpkin bread. I mean, I had a couple slices. I'm not even going to try to lie. Okay. And I was like, Ooh, that was like, but here's the thing. Like also if I'm going to eat it, I'm going to enjoy it. 
I, I don't think that we need to, like when we come from a place of scarcity of like, oh, I can't have that. That's where the mind fuck lives. Yeah. That's where the mind fuck lives. And you know what, sister? Like I, you've lived the mind fuck. Yeah. I've lived the mind fuck. And the rest of the world lives the mind fuck yeah. a lot. Yeah. And you know what? The funny thing is, is I created a program. It's called Shine, uh-huh. Love Yourself Light. And, and I couldn't figure out how to describe it because it was like, how do you explain to someone that the process is about losing weight if you choose to, Mm. and most importantly, loving yourself along the way. Mm -hmm. And just like you, it was like making conscious choice about food. But there are no good foods and there are no bad foods. Yeah. Because the stigma we attach to that. Yeah. That I can't have it. Mm-hmm. it that, that'll, that'll haunt you till you have 15 of it. Uh, let me tell you, willpower is a bunch of bullshit. I oh, thank tell you. you. Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. I, I never left a party when, because I was, when I was heavier and I'm always watching my weight and I was always doing this stuff and I'd go to a party and I had to say no to something. I didn't come home going, yay, I said no to that. I'm like, oh man, that looks so good. And I wish I could have eaten that. I come home exhausted from having to exert willpower. So the one thing I tell my clients is, is like, you need to set yourself up so that you don't have to, you use as little willpower as needed. And I also, you know, want them to understand you should, instead of looking at it like, oh, I can't have that pasta. You should look at it like, I'm going to have a little bit. It, like I, I have like parameters. I don't do meal plans. I don't do any of that because I feel like you should eat what you want to eat, but, you know, find the things that, that nourish your body best. But It's like, if you're going to have the pasta, instead of thinking, oh, I can't have a whole bowl of it. Think like, I'm going to take this bite and it's, it's almost sensual. You're going to put it in your mouth and you're really going to enjoy it. Like this is coming from a place of pleasure, not from a place of scarcity. This is, I like, I ate that pumpkin bread. You best believe every mouth, every crumb that was in my mouth. I'm like, this is real good because if it's not, then I needed to put it aside. You know, it's the mindless eating. It's that's where we get ourselves in trouble. When we start to use it as a medication to self-medicate, to not feel what we're really feeling. That was at least the case for me and a lot of people that I've worked with. It was not addressing, you know, that I wasn't happy all the time because I was told, you know, it's like the media and social media. It's like, you should be happy. all. No, you shouldn't. That's not normal. That is not normal. That's where the toxic positivity, that is not normal. You will be sad. You will be disappointed. You will be hurt. You will be envious. Yet you're also going to be joyous. You're also going to feel love. You're going to have gratitude. All of those things. There's a spectrum. We're not just like only happy and not happy. Those aren't the only two emotions. And the way to really actually experience joy Mm -hmm. is to be able to identify it because of moving through the stuff that isn't. Mm -hmm. And being able to be aware it, it's yes. like, and it's like, if you, it, it is, it is exactly. If you're looking for the joyous moments all the time, you're dreaming this, the, the trifecta of joy podcast is about real shit. It's about real life. And that is the fucking joy. Yeah. Right. And the joy, by the way, of the pumpkin bread. Yeah. The pumpkin, pumpkin loaf, two pieces. I love that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> right. no, seriously, because if you loved it, 
Yeah. And it, and it was like, and, and every morsel meant that to you. That's what fucking matters. Yeah. It's like, I used to, I, I used to like, seriously, I don't know if you're familiar with the lint chocolate bar, the lint oh, salt, yeah. dark salted chocolate. That thing is like, oh yeah. I used to be able to sit down to one of those and not even notice that it was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I break a square and I enjoy it. I know how many granules of salt are in one yeah. square. Yeah. Because I spend that much time enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it comes down to like, you're not enjoying it if you're just inhaling it. It's like, what's actually happening there, you know? And, and that's the other, like, it's like, and it doesn't mean that I still didn't like beat myself up later. Cause I was like, did I really need two pieces? Like, Jaylena, like, <laughs> you know, and I still have that chatter and it's not that it ever just like, at least it never just like fully goes away. That's the reality of it. But how do I manage it now? Like, I don't berate myself. You know, you talked about how you would like talk down, like, who the fuck do you think you are? I have done that so many times in my own life. Like, I understand that negative voice that I would never speak to another human being the way I spoke to myself. And it wasn't until I, yeah, it wasn't. And I never thought it affected me that much until I started to be kinder to myself. And then I was like, oh man, like, that version of G, she's a mean bully. She is like out of control. And she tries to pop her head every once in a while. Like last night, she was like, you had two pieces of pumpkin bread. Did you see that? And then I'm like, well, yes, I did. Thank you so much. We're going to be all right. <laughs> oh my God. So, so in the trifecta of joy, the book, I, and the podcast, actually, I introduce people to my inner critic. And the one that you're talking about, sister, in my world, her name is Deja. you're gonna love it her middle name is here we go again and her last name is Pooh. as in i have heard this shit before Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and the way you handled her is exactly it it's like oh yeah i see you i hear you and i made this choice and i own it yeah thank you thank you but that's an old story yeah Yeah. And yeah, that's exactly it. It is. It's an old story. And it's one of those things where I'm like, is this serving? Like, listen, our anxieties and our like your deja, our alter egos, they they come up. We have to befriend them. I think people also want to like, you know, shove them out the door and just and it's like, no, no, no. They're there for a reason. They're there for self-protection. You know, like she's she has good intentions. Mm-hmm. Her intent, she might not be her delivery is shit, but her intentions are great. Like they are there to, you know, to make sure that I'm taking care of my body. And so I just, I have to work on and I have to remember that her intention, it's, it's a good intention. Yeah. And, and I'm like, thank you. You know, I love you. I'm, I'm going to be okay. We're going to do, we're going to do it. Today is a new day. We're going to do it different. Well, and it doesn't have to be today is a new day. It can yeah. be moment to moment to moment oh, to moment. 100%. 100%. Right? That's, and that, that I think is a real challenge, especially, and you know, I have diabetics in my own life mm-hmm. and I have seen examples where people have said, well, I've, I've fucked it for today. Yeah. I, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. You are right. The next bite you take you make a different choice. You make a different choice. You know, for me, it was like, in the, I, 
I that's that's exactly it. We go off on these tangents where we're like, well, we just ruined it for the day. Like I just like I had, you know, I had this donut this morning. It's over now. Like I'm just going to eat whatever I want. It's an excuse to do the things that like feel comforting for us, especially for anyone that befriends food like I had. Like I used to like make food my friend. And so that's it. And it was it was comforting. But I say it's like a loan shark. Because not only were you feeling whatever you felt when you first ate it, like for me, I would start eating stress eating. So then I still yeah. felt stressed. And then 10 minutes later, I would have like feelings of guilt and shame for eating the donut. So it was like a loan shark. Food is not your friend. It's a loan shark. It's collecting interest. It's yeah. It is. It is collecting interest. And, and, and then you played the game with yourself and you, be, and you beat yourself up to the point of mm-hmm. saying, well, fuck it. And then mm-hmm. suddenly you're elbow deep in a box of crackers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then 20 minutes later, you're walking through the kitchen and you, you walk past even the fruit bowl straight to the yeah. fridge and yeah. grab a slab of cheese or whatever. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I'm just walking you through, through some experiences that yeah. I personally. Yeah. Have, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and it is real. And, and, and again, you can beat yourself up over all of that shit. You can, yeah. you can it's all done. You can spend yeah. all the time you want back there. But at the yeah. end of the day, moment to moment is what matters. Right. Yeah. Moment to moment is what matters. Yeah. Now, now sister, we've had an amazing conversation and mm-hmm. I, I'm ab- absolutely in awe of how wonderful this is. I know that part of your mission is to help address diabetes, either working with as minimal medication as possible or the elimination of med- uh, of medication because of some of what we've talked about, those root causes of attending to that emotional and mental and, and, and spiritual aspect that is a piece of wellness or health, as you described. Yeah. So if people want the best way to get in touch with you, what is the way, the best way to get in touch with you, Jelena? Okay. So I am on all sorts of social media platforms at Jelena Shaw Consulting. And my website's um, www.jelenashawconsulting.com. And yeah, I, I have a, <laughs> and if you want like tips and tricks and like help, like I have a, a Facebook group called the sugar bombs. So I help people in there and, and I bring up the sugar bombs because my, actually my TikTok name is Dr. Sugar Bomb. So yeah. So, you know, check me out. Let me know what your questions are. It is, my, I am personally on a mission to help people feel the happiest and the healthiest versions of themselves. And I do that from a space of I've been there and I've done that and I've helped hundreds of other peoples and peoples, people. And I want to do that. Like, I feel like that's my mission in life. Like I went through all the struggles and the hurt and all of that experience. And I want to give anybody anything that will help them struggle or suffer less. So beautiful. Jelena, this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you so so much for being here and for such a cool conversation my friend i appreciate you and listeners trifecta of joy is where it's at 
Follow us on Instagram or Facebook. We will see you there and see you next week. Thank you for listening, my friend. We are deeply grateful you chose to be here. I trust that this has invited you, even if in some small way, to deepen your awareness, befriend your inner critic, and raise your vibration. Please follow us, leave a review, and share this podcast with a friend. If you have any ideas or feedback, please reach out. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. You are loved.